detective. Thrill me. All right, gents, we're back again. Uh, December, fellas, coming into the Christmas season. Oh, don't talk to me about it. Uh, yeah, I already told Jared that we probably we should watch a movie called Krampus <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Ghost or some shit on I don't even know what that is. And, and I'm not going to be involved. told me that that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, you won't wake up the next day. I so. said if it was the good Krampus one, I'd watch it. But the one that but you suggested... The one on Netflix. Yeah, and it had Everyone's one... It. it had one star. I actually think it might have been under the one star. The star is was sort of half-shaded. But yeah, I, I just said, look, you don't even have to go to Gibbo. I'm just... We're not watching. I'm confident nothing with the word Krampus in it is going to be watched by any of us. We're going to have to have a round table about which Christmas... Trick or treat. Fine. Yeah. If we get one by the one made by the bloke that did trick, trick or treat. treat. That, that, there, that one could that be one. better. Apparently Love Actually is a really good one. That's mm. not really in the <laughs> park of this podcast. Well, it's got the bloke from The Walking Dead, so it sort of stretches yeah, into home. Yeah, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Really God, he's a creepy prick in that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll, we're getting a bit off Snake topic. Snake in here. the grass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you dirty bastard. Hey. Jesus, yeah, you're so hot though, Kieran. Scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting back on topic, tonight's film, The Raid from 2011. Mm-hmm. But what have we been watching? Jared? Uh, <clears> yeah, you've got a bit of time on your hands if I'm not mistaken. No, well, yeah, I finished uni, so um, I've been off for about four days. The ripe old age of 49, so yeah. congratulations. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> um, I did sort of get stuck in. Uh, it was much like Gibbo, the quantity was quite high, but it was restricted to a couple of things. Um, I watched two seasons of Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Oh, how was that? Uh, really liking it so yeah. far, really liking it. Uh, I was never a big fan of Charlie Hunnam or whatever his name was in the in um, Pacific Rim. I was going to say, so you've seen Pacific Rim. I was going to say, after watching that, I couldn't believe that anybody that was in that <clears> film could hold up a, a serious dramatic role. But he's really good. Um, and the show itself is really enjoying it so far. Um, and the other one that's really good is Peg Bundy. Yeah, yeah. She's fantastic. She's really um, and it's really, yeah, the, the whole setup of the, the bikers and... How she's sort of running things from behind the scenes a little bit, and isn't she like the matriarch of the whole setup? I haven't yeah, seen it either. The setup is the setup is well, the setup is those three that are the main sort of source of the drama. In that, she is Charlie Hunnam's mother, mm. and he's the vice president of the club, and Perlman is her husband because Hunnam's father died, but Hunnam's father was also in a club, and. Perlman's the president. So there's a bit of a power struggle. But the other thing is Hunnam's... He finds a a book that his dad wrote before he died about what the club had become. And so that that carries it. I mean, we're two seasons in and there's this whole sort of... There's this moral dilemma that he's feeling after reading about what he thinks the club should be. And it's it's really interesting the way they sort of carry carry that as the the kind of backbone of the show. But then you've got your your whole sort of... Wars with other gangs like the the Mexican Mayan Motorcycle Club. Yeah, that's the stuff White you expect though guys. too. Yeah, I'm really liking mm. it. Really liking it. I, I just finished the end of season two and I stopped there. Um, mm. And the other one that I caught up on was Westworld. I finished oh, yeah. Westworld. How did that go down? No spoilers. Really, really I'm super liked keen. It. Yeah, if I had any <clears> advice, if you haven't watched it, don't go on the internet because there was a lot of theories going around. And a couple of them nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So don't even read theories that people had after a couple of shows because there's a few of them that absolutely nailed it. Regardless, even sort of reading that prior, 
and sort of having them come to fruition, it's pretty compelling. It's pretty pretty cool cool stuff. Like you you rarely see stuff of that scope on TV. It must have been really expensive to make. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked it a lot. It's very deep. Some of the stuff will go over your head because it fucking goes flying over mine. Right, right, <laughs> That's right insulting. Those <clears throat> conversations got over. <laughs> exactly. You fell asleep yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah. um, but no, I definitely really, really liked it. Um, and that was it. Okay. Basically, it was Sons of Anarchy that took up all my time. Gibbo, what deep, dirty, dark places <laughs> you I spread myself a little bit thinner this week. Um, no no uh, series or anything to speak of, but I... Um, it's very up and down week, uh, as I mentioned to you guys earlier. I caught the uh, new Netflix. Um, I don't know if it's actually is it a Netflix movie. Yeah, true, yeah, it is. it's called True True Memoirs of an International Assassin, and it's basically Kevin James uh, not being an elite. Yeah, it's a not recommend. Don't worry about that movie. Did Sandler um, pop up? Did, did Sandler pop up and say that's one of my four movies? Did, did a ten minute roll I, wanna, that I was curious whether that was one of Sandler's. Well, that's the question I asked. Netflix made a deal with Sandler. Yeah, right? I'm just there. hoping they picked off three. Does that mean they had to pick up all his fucking cronies as well? Well, every movie he yeah. makes it has got a minute. It seems to be that Rob Schneider's got a show on there. Kevin James has got a movie that's Netflix original. Yeah. Sandler's got two. I'm they're just two. hoping those count as the four and he's done and we don't have to fucking be subjected to this anymore. But they'll re-sign him because it was a success. It was a success, They'll get I, laughed I out of the room. I'm just asking the question. Is it, it just seems to be there's a, a lot of Sandler's group that are doing Netflix actual content. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, was this a, a deal that kind of came It may have been, just a, him, may have been just a deal with his production studio. Yeah, and he was able him to... Yeah, so he, they, they so whether he had to headline him, it. That he had to headline, but then probably another couple of deals going. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. I can understand it. Um, Didn't okay. Dave Chappelle cut a deal? I hope I read something the other day that he's going to deal with some yeah, Netflix for yeah. some comedy specials. That so would be worthy. I hope that was <laughs> and correct. And hopefully they've got the Chappelle show to whack on yeah. Oh, well. how good would that be? Yeah, that would be gold. Uh, anyway, long story short, it's better than the uh, Sandler stuff we've been given. It's definitely better than the Ridiculous Six. It's better than the duo. No. Signi- could could be. definitely better than those two piles of shit. Um, but still definitely not a recommend. So. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, it a long way off a recommend from you? It's just... I, I actually got watched off the, the cusp of a recommend. I thought it might be alright to watch it with my little bloke. Um, and then there's some a bit of heavy shit in there. Um, you know, like a fucking gun to the head execution sort of shit. And I'm like, oh, right, you're six. <laughs> my missus got quite upset at me. Uh, uh, Parody 101. Yeah. Let your six-year-old... Dylan, this is the real world. It's about time we lose the ways of the world. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so not suitable for little kids. It's it's basically a, a journalist. You it was going to be Paul Blart three or something. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought it'd be pretty kid, kid friendly. It, it's kind of it well, should be. James has been making those kids yeah. sort of movies with that. Here True. comes the boom and and this would be a lot Blatt more suitable if it, if it stayed a bit more PG. Um, it would have been better. Um, but it sort of goes to an area and like it's definitely can't be taken seriously as an action film because it's got that fat fuck in it doing nothing good that's what happens when Netflix wheels in a fucking wheelbarrow full of money and into your office and then says see you later we'll, we'll talk when the pitches are in yeah. you don't have someone saying Kevin uh, keep it to the kids stuff buddy because that's that's making <clears throat> money for you yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's not good he's basically a, he's a journalist and he's Is he a writer or he's, well, sorry, he's a, he's a novelist, yeah, and he, he makes this story, and then his publisher decides to say that it's non-fiction. Yeah. And 
then he, the, he gets mistaken for this international assassin. It's yeah. fucking you completely... Sounds great. <laughs> it's got no credibility whatsoever. It's so dumb. Um, <laughs> we've spent way too much time on it. I haven't seen the movie, but it's a... It's a no, I tried to gloss over and move on, and you guys fucking bailed me up and asked about it. Stupidly, we started asking questions. You know, we love, you know we love to talk about shit movies. <laughs> I do know that. Please, let's get out of this fucking hellhole we're in. Uh, I caught The Legend of Tarzan, the new one, with Margot Robbie and uh, yeah, Alexander Skarsgård. Ouch. It's pretty poor. Is it? That guy cannot act at all, um, which I thought from when I watched him in True Blood, he's, he's really shit in that, and he's really shit in this. He Obviously, he got in good shape. And get his shirt it's not. It's not a good movie. Hang on. Is he Stellan I, I wondered about that. I didn't yeah. think there'd be too many Scars guards. Because there's thought, like three or did four he, brothers. Did he not or... Pick up any of those genes? No, I don't know. Yeah, well, he's definitely not. Wise? He's definitely not. No, Stel- he's not related not. to Stellan. He was getting by True True Blood as a as a. Broody to, sort of, to look at, yeah. basically. Yeah. But he basically went so in So he had that. you looked at. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Up six seasons or something like that. The whole thing in that, though, he basically sat there and just stared at people and didn't have to act, yeah. and he got by yeah. on it. And in this, he sort of does the same sort of thing. He's, he's not good. Well, he was technically dead, so he can act that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a pretty pull that though, Sammy Jackson, Christoph See, Waltz. Samuel L. Jackson's character is a bit shit in it. Christoph Waltz is wasted, because I love that dude yeah. with a passion. Yeah. Yeah. He's fantastic. Robbie. Margot Robbie, I could always watch her. Like She looks great, and she's actually probably fine in it. It's just... We've seen the story before. Yeah. We didn't need this nothing movie. New, nothing, nothing new nothing. whatsoever. Um, it's just meh. It's probably like a six. So, finally caught the nice guys. What do you think? Fucking loved. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah, loved. Uh, yeah, everything about that movie. The other day cause it was two for twenty. Oh, so, that's a win. Yeah. Scooped it up. It's not Blu-ray, so you won't be able to tell if it's a gun or a bloody yeah, no. beer in his That's what you want, mate. Watch Westworld. There is that <laughs> much dick in Westworld. It's is not there? funny. I thought I was watching Sausage, yeah, sausage, sausage Party, yeah. Are you sure it's not really old in here? No. You just get these scenes where people walk into a warehouse of hosts that aren't being used, and they're all naked, so there's just... Dick. There's just dick As far everywhere. as the eye can see. Yeah. It's, it's like your fantasy, Jared. Oh, it's fantasy. <laughs> <coughs> no, anyway. I booked a trip to Westworld. <laughs> yeah, so I love the nice guys. Yeah, uh the both leads are epic in it. I think the the, the girl in it, the young, oh, she's she's incredible. Absolutely yeah, um, there's some really good young talent. Like they're eleven out of Stranger Things and stuff. There's some really good kid actors coming through. So I'll be yeah. keen to see what they do next. Um, I watched The Patriot again. Female Gibson. Yeah, I just felt like watching it. Yeah, Fuck, it's it good. That wasn't yeah. bad. Oh, I love it. You, you it's just such a hard cut. Oh, yes, yes. Or <laughs> uh, well, a couple in that one actually, because Heath Ledger does it too. Yeah. Um, it's just such a, it's a, it's an, it's really full on violent fucking, as an action movie, it's really full on and it's long. It's like two and a half hours, which I forgot. So I I sort of committed to it and I was like, oh God, here we go. But the bad guys in that are really good. Both of them, they're both suitably evil. Um, and we know, you know, for a fact that action movies are only good as the villains. So, um, they're both pretty good. I mean, obviously you're going to shoot little kids. No, it was just, it was one, well, I was, I was reminded, I was reminded from one of the podcasts I listened to, um, Action Movie Anatomy, and they were talking about it, and I'm like, fuck, I should go back and watch that, because I knew I liked it, so. Is it on Netflix? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm back on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's got him now. Mate, Bell's, Mel's <coughs> taking my good books. Oh, fuck. Are you kidding, aren't you? 
Cinematically, yeah, yeah. So, so, so you, better, you better sort of, you know, well, qualify as a human. Come on, sugar tits, tell us what you know, tell us what you're talking about. Yeah, as a human, he's gone, but he'll never, he'll I never think be. Hacksaw Ridge was good. Yeah, I'm keen to say that. Really good. In terms of watching stuff with my little bloke, uh, introduce him to the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was a big fan of the Matrix. Was he? He, but he loves, loves Thunder and Paradise, but so he will watch anything. <laughs> he loves martial arts stuff, so I'm trying to be. I'm trying to find some Jet Lee and that sort of stuff. Like what just that's a, put the raid on. <laughs> that's probably a bit too far. It might be a bridge too far. My wife would probably leave me. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I watched the Matrix one and two. I'm not going to subject him to three. No. What about Three Ninjas? Hulk Hogan's in that. So oh. it's like three Ninjas kick back. Martial arts. <laughs> Thunder. Brilliant. You guys can just stop now. Okay. <laughs> Finally, and caught uh, Doctor Strange in cinemas, mm. which How is was that? the only current thing. I'm not a big fan. No. I what are thought, your thoughts on Cumberbatch? Cumberbatch was really good. Yeah. I thought he was good in it. You, the, you, you're away from you're not a Cumberbatch fan. No, I've just like I think he's all right, but people go absolutely bonkers over him. Yeah, I don't I get that. I haven't really seen anything. Admittedly, I haven't watched Sherlock, which seems to yeah, be the one. That's where he gets. He's like, really and also Doctor Who. Yeah. Well, I haven't watched that, and that's just. Or am I thinking of someone else? No, I think you might be. He might be. That's I don't know. I just went along with it. I thought Cumberbatch was one of the. Nah. Oh, but I haven't seen that I'm not sort a, of stuff. I'm not a big enough nerd to know better, so. No, I haven't. I haven't seen that sort of stuff. So sure, I, I thought he um, was really good though. I, 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 I haven't got why he's so popular yet. He's a good. He's a good actor, but I'm just not sort of. I haven't seen anything that's blown me away yet. He's just sort of found a niche. <clears throat> And, and people just love him as Sherlock, and then it just sort of segued nicely. Yeah. Him. Apparently, he was good in Star really Trek lucky, too. Yeah. I didn't say that, but he, he, he's just been really lucky, and his choices have been pretty good. And he's a good enough actor that no one's going. Jesus. What have, have you seen? Have you seen it? Have like, you seen Doctor Strange? Yet? No, I'm going to see it tomorrow. I think. Oh, are you? Hmm. Yes. What uh, are you? Uh, what are you? What have you seen him in? Were you just spout the shit out of you, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't seen him in anything. Your your game is the nightmare. I have seen. Him in other things. <laughs> but I, Dave said things. Okay, I cannot. No, but I'll just say, just generally, I think that's what's happened. Yeah. In general, he doesn't really like him. Yeah. No, I, I like him. I don't mind him. But I'm just saying. I think in the things he hasn't seen. He's been lucky. His face looks alright. He's been alright, and yeah. he's not a bad actor. He's an interesting looking guy. He's yeah. not bad at he's, anything. He's not your classic square, square jawed no. hero. And something like Doctor Strange probably suits him into the ground. Yeah, yeah. It, it does. Yeah, and I'd say the best—he's one of the better parts of it because um, I think he does a really good job. And I'm not actually familiar enough with any of the comic stuff, which fucking Jared could probably bring up on. But um, not really. There's, not there's some. Strange. There's some pretty good like comedy in there. Like not like ha oh, fuck that's hilarious stuff, but just really well written like Marvel sort of comedy. Yeah. Um, it's all in there. The thing that bugged me about it, there's just so much. Of the like bending reality stuff all through it. If you've got fucking epilepsy, do not go and see this shit. I'll tell you that right now. Um, Usually, if you've seen the stuff, remember like in Inception with the the folding of reality and stuff. That that stuff is rife through this whole movie, Um, and it just gets a bit distracting. Can take you out of yeah. If there's too much of it, Benedict Wong's in it, which is good because I love that dude. He's fucking awesome. He's really good. Uh, What else is good? Oh, um, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, yeah, is in it. She's she's pretty good in it. Other than that, though, it's just it's just like an assault on your senses a little bit. It's not bad. It's not bad. Like I didn't walk out going, "Oh, it's a pile of shit." Uh, yeah, I wouldn't put. It's not as bad as Thor two. Not much is. No, well, no. Yeah, um, I'd probably put it at like Iron Man three sort of level. 
It's not bad. It's just it's just hard. It's just hard to watch. There's just so much going on. There's a lot of jargon and just talking about the theory of what he's doing. Definitely, yeah. With your Ant Man's and that's oh, Ant Man's way better. Yeah, I'd put Ant Man well above it. So, hmm, interesting. I guess you'll be able to let us know. Yeah, I'll check it out. Jared can tell me why I was wrong tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So that's me. Anyway, that's it. Covered. All right. Um. I I watched Zootopia. Yeah, I liked it. I actually liked Zootopia. I thought it was—I thought it was slightly different to your usual Disney sort of stuff. I thought it was pretty, um, pretty well done. I do agree because I think we, you guys mentioned it previously. It is a little bit darker, perhaps, yeah. than you what you would expect. They're trying to yeah, cater my kids were okay with it until it started until animals started going rabid. Yeah, yeah, that, that stuff kind of probably would have thrown a few kids off. Um, but I thought overall it was pretty good. Hmm. I watched one on Netflix. It was a Netflix original called Mercy. The right. idea was basically that the group of brothers get back together in an old farmhouse with their father and their mother's dying upstairs. She's basically um, yeah, on life support. And I think the idea is they get together to sort of hash out the details of the will and all that. Sounds like the feel-good fair that we're used to hearing. But then suddenly, yeah. suddenly these people appear. Adam and his ray of sunshine. <laughs> Why did they, oh, Do they all commit suicide? That's no, what I want to know. Suddenly this group of guys in masks and that starts around in the house and, you know, setting fire to the ground saying mercy. Uh. And and basically, I mean, without going, without ruining it, it kind of goes in some a direction that I didn't quite expect. But the problem with it was it kind of tells the story from the brother's perspective for the first 40 minutes. Mm. Then it changes tack and tells the same story from the guy's outside perspective. Right. Sounds interesting. And it it is interestingly made and it is kind of interesting in total, but it it just just didn't quite fully get it all right at the end. When he got to the end, it was kind of a little bit sort of... uh, Right, so that was it, type of thing. Mm. It's it's worth a look. It's worth having a look at, um, but not. I wouldn't call it brilliant, but it's well made. Typical Netflix, you know, they've obviously put enough money. Yeah, they give a shit. Worthwhile. <clears throat> um, I'm watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'm right at the end of season two. Correct. Um, loving it. Yeah, no fails there. Just had that whole thing about um, he desperately wanted to ride the chopper. Yeah, yeah. The chopper. Yeah. <laughs> and he had all these stupid nicknames like Witchblade and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, really enjoying that. Saw the eighth episode of Frequency. It's right at the end now. There's one episode to go. I've got a slight concern. I get the feeling that this is going to get canned and they're not going to. You won't know what they're happens. Not gonna be to, they're not going to finish it. Mm. Because episode eight of nine episodes, and I don't think we're that close to a. A resolution, unless they rush it in the last episode. That sort of shit terrifies. How close is it sticking to the movie? It's starting to go away from it. The last couple of episodes are moving slightly more away from it. The Mm -hmm. whole idea is the same. Yep. But starting to get into the ideas that when he messes with what's going on, because they're they're involved, they're both involved in the same case, twenty years apart. Whenever he tries to get involved and he fucks something up. It then changes what happened to the case later on, mm. and that means the, the killer gets away because of something they've done. Yep. Those are good ideas, mm. but I just get the feeling we're talking one episode left. I don't see yeah. where the, the <clears throat> end is. Not much scope to tie it up. And <clears throat> if they rush and tie it up because it got cancelled, 
I'm a bit concerned that they won't even get that. They won't even get to it. Oh, that would do my head. I guess it's the problem you you go with these TV shows. There's sort of, they've all got these overarching stories now that are so huge, and you want to end the season on a cliffhanger so everyone's going to come come back and watch it. But then if you don't get get another go, you're screwed. Well, I haven't heard much about it, so I don't know how much it's been picked up. I'm a bit concerned that it isn't gonna isn't gonna get through, which is disappointing Mm. because it's it's worth it. I also watched Mm. this documentary. Called Tickled. Jesus Christ. Now stay with me here. Oh yeah, can't wait. It was about this New Zealand journo. He came across this website about tickling. Oh, I fucking read about yeah. this. And it was all about yeah um, the sport of tickling. Yeah, competitive right? tickling. So he, he thought it was thing. funny. He gets it out it's there, nice. starts sweating out. Super serious. Next thing you know, he's getting fucking threatened to stop getting involved in this. It will tickle you to death. And suddenly there's um, uh, lawyers sending him letters and all this sort of shit. So he starts following into it and it opens up this fucking... It's like an underworld fucking... It's, it's like not, fight club for tickling. It's not what I thought. <laughs> I read about this and I was just shaking my head and, the whole time. And, and they are basically... When I say he's getting threatened, he puts a, he puts a sort of an approach to this, this mob who sort of run the competitive tickling. He, he just sort of says, oh, I'd like to get you know, some details to talk to someone. They immediately come back, because he's gay, they immediately come back, no room for homosexuals in the tickly world. <laughs> oh <my laughs> like, this is a macho area, thanks. Immediately they just come straight back at him, and then it's just message after message, just ripping into him and telling him, threatening legal action and all this sort of stuff. He hasn't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of goes off in a bit of a weird place. Um, not a weird place, but it kind of goes to a spot where I... I didn't even expect, um, and it's kind of it's really interesting. Where did you see it? Uh, it was um, it was one that Kathy and Caitlin had seen the trailer months ago, when they went to um, Dendi to watch another documentary, mm. and um, we found it on iTunes, I think, and mm. um, it was it was actually not bad, right? Surprisingly, because I thought it was going to be. I just bad. remember reading about it. I actually expelled it from my brain. Yeah, but it, it, it surprised me. So it was actually worth a bit of a look. And that was it. Good stuff. That's us then. All right. Hang on to your hats. Let's uh, chuck on the trailer for the raid. Wee. Starts Friday only in. Alright, 2011's The Raid. Written and directed by Gareth Evans, who directed The Raid 2 and uh, a segment in VHS 2. And produced by Ario Sangatoro, who also did The Raid 2. <laughs> you've, you've had a good crack at it. They're kind of one, they're one trick ponies. I butchered. Um, <laughs> Now the cast is Jared. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I believe his name's Echo White. Echo White, right? yeah. Echo White. Yep. Joe Taslam as Jacker. Ray. <laughs> Ray. Somebody as Karma. And I'm not even going to bother with the guy whose name for Mad Dog. Yeah. You're a man of the world. He's easiest one. Give me a Yayan Rahin or something like that. Yayan Ruyan. 
That's it. Yeah. Budget is 1.1 million rupees. <laughs> is it rupees in Indonesia? <laughs> I, don't I don't think so. 4 million US box office. Uh, Not trivia, enough. Total body count, 121 deaths. Is that all? Solid. Seems low. That's a lot. <laughs> all right. Give back. Pointing at me. Solid Ooh. Fun. Hmm. So, I love this movie, um, but not as an actual movie. I think as a movie, it has some serious flaws. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as an action scene, it's transcendent. Yeah. And I don't think there's many martial arts scenes, because uh, I won't call it a movie from here on out, I think. Um, there's not many martial arts scenes in the history of cinema that are done as well as this. Um, fairly brutal, obviously. But there's no fucking story to speak of whatsoever. It's basically just action porn the whole way through. I loved every second of it. It's great. It's probably fine that it's in subtitles. You don't need to know what anyone's saying because none of it means anything. Um, <laughs> I wasn't getting out that far. Well, it really doesn't. Like, basically, they go into a building and then they come out at the end. Some of them. It's basically nothing changes. It's That's it. It's just, let's go and kick the fuck out of some people and hit them some, with some machetes and um, I love film machetes. it. There's a lot of good There's, a, there's some good... The, the martial arts that they do, that, uh, something salat, I can't remember the first part of it. Yeah. It's a very... It lends itself very well to action yeah, shooting. It's, exactly. it's There's a lot going on. Basically, like Steven Seagal, what, should, what he should have been doing instead of yeah. just waving his arms around and being a fat ponytailed twat. <laughs> <laughs> um, Plus, Eco got hit. Yeah, well, these, these guys are legitimate. Like, they basically got found in, uh, you know, where they were practicing and this guy's like, oh, that guy looks like a bit of a screen presence. We'll give him a shot. And it's all worked out. He's in a few other movies and stuff now. He's in, I think, one of the new Star Wars Star movies. Wars. He was in Star Wars, but they didn't do anything with him. So I'm yeah. hoping he's coming back. Like, what's the point if you're not going to get him to do yeah. some awesome martial arts? He showed shit? up, and I was, he showed up to... to well, so was Mad Dog. Han Solo. Like, they, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, two, the pair of them were there to get Han Solo. And I was, here we go. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> and then the, it was just over. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they're going to be in the next one. In yeah, the, he might turn up. Because like, I don't know why you have him if you're not going to put him to work. Mm. Especially in his chosen... Exactly, what's the point? He, that stuff. It's like he's... Yeah, he's, yeah. anyway, that seems like a strange decision. But um, anyway, back to what I was saying. I've got two grades. One is as a film, and one is for my level of enjoyment of what it is. If I go with the level of enjoyment, I think it's a four and a half, because I think it's fucking incredible. Some of the shots they do, some of the long shots down the hallways and, and the long choreography of the fights and stuff like that. I think it's really, really good. The lead is really good. The Mad Dog guy, just what a fucking weapon that little dude is. Yeah. As a movie, I think it's closer to like a probably two. It's really poor Oof, as a movie. Jesus. But it's not a movie. It's it's more like a, a like an an action like music video. That's kind of what it is. And I think as that, it's fucking amazing and probably one of the best ones made. Mm. So the the official score I'm going to lodge is a four and a half because I fucking love it. Okay. Okay. I, I I'm going to dive in here. Pre Jared, because Jared's obviously got some better, some more sort of solid thoughts than we have, I think, mm. about it. I, I don't know about better. I would agree <laughs> that it is, it has um, story and character issues. That, that the reason why the, 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 the negatives for me are that the story is, in one on one hand, it's it's simple, so we're straight into it. But on the other hand, it's so simple. I, you know, I don't even really didn't even think much about it. The characters are pretty much a bit of a non-event you don't really know them but it's like Mad Max the new Mad Max yeah. it's pure visceral entertainment like, yeah. and the, the sequence from the moment they hit they get hit and they're stuck in there mm. for about 40 minutes solid 
is just some of the best action probably ever. Mm. Uh, the choreography, outstanding. The fights, fluid as all shit. Like, you know, there's people coming from everywhere, and he is... It, it feels like it's actually hap- like it, it hasn't been choreographed. Mm. They're actually just going at each other. Yeah. And I really, really like that stuff. Even though I, I'm not, a, I don't feel the story's not there and the characters aren't there. It's still a three and a half for me. It's, it's, a, it's still a very, very good action. So you're, you're basically agreeing with me, but you're giving the score of the middle of my two yeah, scores. Yeah, I'm sort of down a bit lower. Yeah. But I do agree that action-wise, it's possibly. Un, unparalleled in the last 10 years I reckon oh yeah the only one that comes close Mad is probably Max a sequel be, and well, Mad, Mad Max Mad Max is the one that would come as close and it's it's a different type of visceral it's not the punch ups it's the explosions and the car work and all that yeah and the fact that they all did it for real same as these guys put it this way like I feel the, felt the same way in watching Mad Max as when I watched the it's Rain. a really good comparison the, the heart's pumping and the adrenaline's right up yeah. because they're right into it and it feels real have you seen the second raid Yes, I have. Okay, yeah. And I felt a bit the same. Mm. Well, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. yeah just a bit bigger Except scope. It's uh, 40 minutes longer. Yeah, it's fucking out of control, but <laughs> still awesome. But that's, we're not talking about that. Anyway, Coxie, carry on. Yeah, right. Um, so, I'm, I give it a four. You're going to tell us to jam it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm basically going to tell you to jam it up your clacker because I'm not... Um, look. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to say you, I'm not going to say jam it up your clacker. Basically, I'm not, I'm not down with the two scores business because I don't come to a martial arts movie for much more than I got in terms of story in this one. That's why I gave it a four and a half. Yeah. Don't be mad. And the story, I mean, don't be mad, brother. Like, <laughs> equating like equating the storytelling and the movie, it's I mean technically the movie making in this is top notch. A movie doesn't have to be a story. If like that's why there's different genres because they require different things. Yeah. And this one pitched it perfectly. I think the simplicity of the story is one of its strengths, mm. and I think in that simplicity, they didn't try to get too tangled up with things. They just gave you a a villain who was played by a really menacing actor and was a really good villain, um, even though he wasn't in it for much. They gave you a couple of twists. Some that you saw coming, um, and we'll talk to it, like I spoke to Adam about one of them. Um, some parts of it you saw coming, other parts you didn't, and it was enough for me in between. As I said to Adam, it's, it, was a, it was a fairly standard old coat hanger to hang a really fucking nice coat off, mm. basically. And the, the, the fight scenes are just, they're just a, a level above. I remember... I hadn't, I hadn't watched something like this, and I'm not, you know, I'm not a massive martial arts fan, but I have seen a bit. I had, I did have my period where I went through and watched, you know, all of Bruce Lee's work, and I watched a bit of Jet Li, and I watched that sort of stuff. And I haven't watched something and gone, holy shit, since Tony Jaa on back. back, yeah. And this one was right up there, and um, that's the closest comparison in terms of what they're doing. For yeah, sure. and the the thing, the thing I love about this is parts of it are like that frenetic fucking pace of like Jackie Chan without the little bits of comedy yeah. and the selling a few punches like Ric Flair. And, <laughs> um, so they have that, but then they've still got you, the, you know, him smacking a bloke's head into a wall and flipping a bloke off a balcony. And, yeah. Oh, so that I back think, landing on the balcony yeah, rail. I think, if, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that the people that watch this oh, looking that. for something, they got it in spades. Yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah, four. For oh, that. look. I'm in total agreement, and, and to kick off the likes, I totally agree that the no-nonsense approach and the limited complexity 
of the plot. Like they don't go overboard. They just they bring it in. They bring it in, and, and it's just exactly what you would anticipate. Is actually probably a strength because you, mm. we, we are into the mix within five minutes. Five minutes. Max. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 are, they get a quick rundown in the truck, and then they're on the ground. Yeah. yeah. And that is when you're working with a million squid. Like you would, you can't tell. I, I, I was fucking surprised when I found out this was a million. I thought it would be any closer to like fifteen, five, 20, ten, maybe. Yeah. It's so well shot um, for what it is, and I think sorry that that's that's one of the the strengths when we talk about plot. And I agree with what you're saying in that it's a very it's a it's a sort of a basic coat hanger, but it works, and you get to the action quickly because mm-hmm. this movie does know what its strength is, and that is. I want to see people get the shit kicked out. Yeah, yeah. Well, my first and wife if, was the if, same if, thing. If you're not getting to that, if you're taking half an hour to get to that, I'm yeah, fucking you're basically turn it off. The opening credits is him doing some martial arts practice at home. Then he talks to his missus, so you know he's got a family, which means you give a shit about him a bit more. Yeah. And then you're in the bus. Exactly. And that's it. And there you go. You're yeah. In. The thing that surprised me, I'd forgotten about it, was that it's like 40 minutes before the martial arts really kicks in. Mm. There's but a lot of gunplay before that. There's yeah. There's some really good, really good. Um, Action sequences oh, that I've sort of forgotten the floor, about, and then you use the um, the the fridge. Oh, yeah, that's mm. gold. That's like, so cool. Absolute gold. As you mentioned, when they get called out, when the kid sees them, that scene when he's calling out police, yeah. and then the slow mo shot, and then when I keep getting confused, I think it was Tama, the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> was it Tama? Tama's the bad guy. Tama's then, the bad guy. Yeah. When he puts the message out, yeah. And call the neighbours, and the neighbours start fucking firing the their guns. Yeah. That stuff is incredible. It's yeah. re- I forgot about those sort of action parts of it. Um, but, yeah, that was really, really impressive. You, you hit the ground running, but it's uh, I'd forgotten that it wasn't the martial arts, but it still held up. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it was already... Even the even the fact that there was a gun gunfights, that kept the excitement going until Ram was in, on his own, basically and kicking ass yeah. mm. which then sustains you pretty much for the rest of the film mm. because that's it's it basically drops everything and just goes into punch up central yeah and they are just and give these guys some huge credit from a choreography and a directing standpoint basically to make a martial arts movie where basically two guys are going to smack each other it's just going to be two different guys every time yeah to make it feel different every single time yeah every single person fights differently hard, like mm. incredibly hard and they pretty much nail it right down to the end yeah all the kills are individually yeah. different it's when amazing when he puts that guy onto the on the door, door I've got it as one of my things oh, yeah. Yeah. that was unbelievable Gold. But I, like it's I ballsy said, too because he jumps backwards through yeah. the door like if you misjudge yeah. that you're on the yeah. door yeah. <laughs> well, I said to Adam it was sort of like in a way it felt like a video game yeah in, in an old be- like an old beat em up in that he started off with just some generic looking blokes in white t-shirts or whatever. Then there's a gang of roving fucking machete wielding blokes. Sorry. Then there's the guy that's sort of, he's about the height of Tom Cruise, but he's, <laughs> he's an absolute animal and he's got that sort of code of honour where he's like, I don't like the guns. Yeah. And he puts his hands up and he's like these. He are, does it for the rush, yeah. Oh, it's just so good. And then, you know, obviously the head bad guy that doesn't end up in that sort of mix <laughs> when it all pl- plays out. But I just love the way it sort of worked up. Yeah, um, it kind of felt like a final fight. Even, yeah, yeah, even though it was dragon. even though it was very different to the old game of death, which it always reminds me of Bruce Lee working up the levels. Yeah, it still had a bit of that in a little bit of that sort of over the top kind of. Oh yeah, there's the bad guys are all a little bit different. They've all got their sort of trademark thing, but then they heaped on the sort of grit and grime on top of it as well. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I was going to say about the just in terms of because you were talking about the machete wielding guys and stuff. I thought some of the casting was fucking awesome as well. Oh, that, yeah. that main machete guy that's There's walking along. Scary dudes in that he's really good at opening his eyes very wide oh, and looking super crazy. Like he, when he's walking along, tapping his machete on the yeah. wall and stuff, just super menacing yeah. for no reason other than the fact that he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I'm coming, and I know you know where I am." But yeah. he was really good casting. Obviously, the Mad Dog guy, the lead dude. I mean, the one of the other pods I listen to, um, Action Movie Anatomy, has a thing called the villain disclaimer or the hero. Uh, sorry, the villain qualifier or the hero qualifier. And a villain, the villain qualifier for that dude is when he's executing all those blokes yeah. with a gun. And he puts, run, the, puts just the, hold the, on to this for me. And he comes back with a claw <laughs> hammer yeah. and smacks him in. Like yeah. that's when you know this guy does not give any part of three fucks. I reckon that's one of the great you know, opening gambits for a villain ever. Yeah, but there's something to like eating the eating the food. Yeah. There's something just sort of unsettling about that. It's like this guy is fucking loose, but then they do something so simple like show him having a feed, and you're like, he's he's not that far. Like he's normal. It's it sort of yeah. gives you this sense that this guy's real. You know, he does. He shoots people in the head off the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Then he gets a claw hammer and then puts his you know picks his apple back up and has yeah. another bite. Like it's, I it's, thought that was absolutely <clears throat> fantastic. Yeah. Of all the villains that get. But rolled out in these sorts of movies, you can go two ways. You can go with the the smarmy sort of Hans Gruber type, yeah. Or you can go with the unhinged fucking lunatic, yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. And this guy was right. He was in the middle. But the thing, yeah, yeah. the thing about the it was mix. he had a little bit of Hans, Hans Gruber, and that's what you th- sort of thought it was. But then there was just that moment with the claw hammer that, for the rest of the time, he was you're still thinking, doing his own this dirty work. Motherfucker's yeah. unpredictable. He wasn't yeah. Handing it over to someone. He's else. not a delegator. He's just fucking, yeah. Like, Fuck, that's my claw hammer. Um, you mentioned the slow mo sequence. <clears throat> boy gets shot through the neck. Um, that's an incredibly well shot piece yeah. then minutes later there's an even better one where you see one of the coppers fire the shotgun and it goes um, slow mo and you see it come out and the it lights up the the room the, the room and you can just see all the um the shadows of everyone above them so yeah. you realize what shit they're in yeah. they're in room and those guys were just waiting for someone to let yeah, something yeah. off to see where they were yeah. yeah and i think that's a phenomenal shot you know it just gets it perfectly right the set pieces we talked about, the action set pieces. The whole movie. I yep. mean, there's just that bit in the, the in the corridor with the machete guys is just incredible. Mm. It's just yeah. so good because he is. A, you, you even get that sense of, and that's what I mean when I said, you know, that I felt the same as I felt when I watched Mad Max Fury Road, is that you feel like you're in it yeah. because the the, the 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 with both of those films, it's shot so cleanly, but it's all practical. Yeah. So you feel like you're right. You think for a second, fuck, he's gonna get hit. Yeah. There's no shaky cam. Yeah, it's not and, just lazy yeah. shit. And, and you know, machines are cutting past me, and he's just getting out of the way of it. And yeah. I'm thinking, he must have been this close. To yeah. They were pretty long <clears throat> shots for action action sequences too. Like, the cuts were pretty quick, but these shots were between like two and four seconds, which yeah. is pretty long. Yeah. In that time, these blokes are throwing about fifteen bucks. <laughs> so. But some of them, though, some of them went for like five, ten seconds. Though long yeah, shots yeah. in those corridor bits, where like the amount of different choreography, as fast as they're moving, because they're not fucking pulling any punches, and I don't think it was sped up either. There was no obvious nah. like, oh look, they've zipped it well, there. He's on the boxing bag. Fuck, yeah. that's so quick. He's yeah, he's like, got some hands. He's like hitting four or five times in a second. Just. Yeah, well, he also loved a good throat punch. Oh, yeah. It's that sort of fluid style, too, where the arm, like, he's throwing a punch and then the elbow's coming in afterwards. He's coming back up to slap you in the chops. (laughs) It's just just continuous. And, like, I I kind of 
in a way, I think I've understated the first fight because it was like the the one against just the, the average Joes. But you wait 40 minutes for it knowing that this is a martial arts flick and he just fucking demolishes the residents <laughs> of an entire level yeah. in about two minutes. It's just unbelievable. Like, I just love how he walks He walks into that room then he comes back out of the room and they're all still laying in the corridor. Yeah, because, yeah. and there's one guy kind of rolling like, there. Like, <laughs> you don't usually see that sort of... Because yeah, usually they move really, on to a new bit. Not that these two things should be compared, but we all love the Daredevil... Fighting the whole way, yeah, but not even, not even close. Yeah, and no. that went for the same sort of thing with the long shots. Yeah, yeah. Ten seconds of this is ten times better than what Daredevil did in mm. three or four minutes. Yeah. I love that Daredevil one, but for different reasons. Like, yeah, it was a very different thing. It was very much more stylized with the. Um, and it kind of also showcased how he was absolutely, absolutely buggered. He was buggered. Yeah. He was belting people. <laughs> yeah, this, this, yeah, this dude just shakes it off and moves on to the next floor. No worries. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for the warm up, fellas. That, that fight, those fights over that period are just unbelievable. <clears throat> and just the effort that went into the choreography, um, which most of the time, if you look at a Van Damme, a Seagal, even a Jet Lee, Jackie Chan, the choreography's the same. Yeah. They, they, they just, it's a different guy with a bit, who's bigger, stronger. Yeah. And, you know, it's, the choreography looks the same, whereas this had different. Touches. Oh look, Van Damme did a split kick. Yeah, yeah. And not the same. Cigar squinted. Yeah. And moved <laughs> his hands around unnecessarily. Died. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one specific Cigar scene. Get hit in the face ever. There's one specific scene that I fucking really loved, and I'm not sure why, but when they're hiding in the wall cavity. And the guy mm. sticks in with the machete and it's stuck against his face yeah. and he just stays calm and like waits there. And then and he's, he goes to grab the blade and I couldn't figure out what he was doing. I couldn't remember it. Yeah. And then when he pulls it out, he wipes the blood off. I'm like, yeah. that is just such yeah. a fucking Genius. cool detail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, as soon as that lunatic pulls it out. another one straight through. Straight in the jubber. Yeah. Yeah. I just, that, for some reason, that just really struck me. I'm like, that is just a really cool little detail yeah. that they gave a shit enough about. Because I'd be trying to push the blade out of my face and he's not. He's yeah, just like, yeah. no, I'm going to suck it up and just make sure he doesn't know we're here. Yeah, and that, that actually is probably one of my biggest likes. That scene is actually very tense. Yeah. Like, so, like the movies that on a visceral level, the punch-ups are just left and right, but that scene actually... There's more tension in that scene. Yeah. Shit, you know, he's going to actually get caught here, um, and he's got his mate... Why do those fuckers always... <laughs> now is not the time to win, okay? <laughs> Just be quiet for a minute and yeah. we'll come out of this. Yep. Um, and I really like that. Like, to me, it's, it's, it's hard to sort of point to specific other likes from, from now on because the movie's at a breakneck speed. Yeah, it's all one thing. All those action sequences, to me, are all well choreographed that I kind of like the majority of that stuff just because it just goes along at a million miles an hour. Mm. And it's just everyone's punching the living daylights out. I love old mate too. Um, the guy in the white shirt, you know, the, the yeah, sergeant yeah, or whatever. Yeah. He just sticks out a mile as just some sort of cat. Every yeah. time everyone else is punching on, this guy's squirting in the corner. So he bugged me the whole way through. We'll, we'll get to that later on. But he just didn't feel like he belonged there. I reckon our mate Mad Dog is Endo. Look. Look what I wrote underneath my thing there. Tiny Endo, two on one. <laughs> he's like Endo. He's got the stringy, stringy hair. If he had the goatee more, like... Yeah, Fu Manchu would be he'd be right there. But 
That was yeah. my last like though, is their, their big two on one, the two brothers and, and Endo at the end was just fucking amazing. Yeah. Little prick just will not quit. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's like exactly. the energizer bunny on fucking steroids. Exactly. He's like a he's like um he's like a little sort of rubber figure too. Like they he's on the deck and then two seconds later he seems to be standing up again. Yeah. Just like, they um, twist him and he just gets more energy well, they, out of him. Those two guys he fights uh, very accomplished fighters. They probably would have tagged him pretty quickly. I well, they did, say. but he just didn't seem to give a fuck. He was like one of those guys who got like a mental disease yeah, he where he just, just doesn't feel anything. And then just got up and yeah. kept going. Wasn't yeah. he like legitimately in like Indonesian special forces and things like that? I'm not sure, but I know they're both super duper fucking like serious dudes with the Salat stuff. Yeah. So. Well, shit, mate. If he's in the Indonesian special forces, bags not coming. Yeah, yeah, shotgun yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah they can keep their shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I actually <clears throat> had my final like, and I obviously you two are going to disagree given the whole story thing. I thought the um, uh, going into the spoilers, I thought the way the bad guy. <laughs> are we going into spoilers now? Well, the big spoilers, <laughs> the way the guy was killed, and it was the sort of double crosser, double cross the double crosser worked worked pretty well for me. I yeah, thought that I, I, I thought that hit the mark. I thought the scene was well acted. It was more realistic I, I, I'm than just waiting for the hero to kill him. At all. I actually, mm. I, I'd probably put that in the light too. I actually felt that that was okay. Yeah. I, I guess my only problem is, and I mentioned this, and not a problem, I would have liked it if Jacka had been the, the mole. Mm. It would have been a twist that I would not have seen coming. Um, because yeah. we like Jacka. We yeah. did. I, think... I, I like Jacka a lot. Yeah. He's the only other character that has some... Integrity and, and we yeah. we know him and we kind of like him. And um, see, the thing, my argument against that was Jacker was the only policeman killed that you felt yeah, something you about. about. Yeah, and um, so that was the and, it was a double-edged sword. You yeah. couldn't have done and the it fact without. that they the fact that they led with the chin on the the twist of oh this guy led you into it. Yeah, sets you up for the double cross yeah, that he double got led into it. Yeah. Which worked out well for me and then sort of unraveled the mess at the end and then led to them walking out. And I think the line at the end was fucking great. Like, why did you, why aren't you going to come? Why didn't you take the vest off? Because it fits, you know? Mm. And now I'm kingpin, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. So I really like that. I agree. I think at the end of the day, the Jacker one would have been a surprise, but you then wouldn't have got the the gut punch of him getting killed. Yeah, which, because quite honestly, there was, as, um, like, as tense and as tense as that was, probably going into the dislikes, the police were just there. There was three of them really that you knew. Yeah. yeah. One of them that you, the guy was, was a shit weasel. The guy that was crippled, crippled in the oh, fight, yeah. and then squealing in the wall or whatever. You couldn't give a shit about him, unfortunately, because yeah. he was just dead weight. He was just there to make you realise, oh, Rama's a great a good, guy. Yeah. Because these guys weren't hitting it off, but now he's risking his life for him. So Jacker was there to get that gut punch that you wouldn't have got from anyone else. Yeah. And then the rest of them, it's just like stormtroopers, basically. And, and one of my dislikes was once the button's pushed and everyone's... Like, they hit that building and they, and they, they clinically work their way up the first few flights. Mm. They just strangle some guys and it's real precision. The moment the button's pushed... They are just fucking useless. Mm. They yeah. stand in front of windows and yeah. get shot. Yeah, and yeah. Like that. but they say they, they try and just do the they're disclaimer. They're trying to the wipe them out because yeah. you yeah. don't want them in the way. And I actually think, as much as I love the fight scenes, would it have hurt somewhere in that first forty minutes where they're all getting picked off? With would it have hurt to have fucking five guys walk in and find five guys and have a quick sort of two minute punch up? 
you can still show Eco Weiss is kicking ass. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's got a few other guys in there and maybe they get tagged that way. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, great. Um, it's a very small, very small. They, they sort critique. of went for the sniper. Yeah. For the snipers. And, but then they didn't really pay that off. They, they, they killed a couple of guys through the window. One fuck with just stands up. Yeah, he just kind of looks in there and. Oh, he got shot through the window. I'm going to go stand there. It's like playing one of those Buck Hunter games yeah. in the arcade. He's oh, like, pop out. pop out. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't pay that off very well. Mm. Uh, and they basically turn them into. To, in, in an effort to get Rama and Jacka on their own, essentially, they just wipe out these guys in very sort of. I guess disappointing ways. They don't, they don't do. It looked cool yeah. when it was happening, and it all happened quick. But the, the consequence is, it's just a blur, and none of these guys are. Well, as you said, they're all useless. They're not. I nobody's guess, really there. I guess they're what really could just... you do with a squad of twenty-five? Like you know, you had yeah. to do it quickly. Yeah, and it, you would have slowed the momentum of the. Yeah, other exactly, and you would have had to have some sort of character bit in the van to show us. There's three or four other blokes that. Oh, you know, we lose them along the way and yeah. feel something about it. I think the trade-off was pretty good in the end, and it's a minor quibble. Well, let's face it; it it's the only way you could have gone. I think. No I think after I saw, gone. I think after I saw the raid two, and saw the big prison yard punch up, mm. we could have had a little bit of that. Just yeah, just one have, scene, maybe. Well, they didn't have the money for it, man. They didn't well, have the money to compare apples and apples. The raid would have needed to take the approach that Dread took. Which is two to two judges in the building, and that's it. Mm. And it's them against it, us. And Judge Dread is king, so he's hard to put down. And that's why Dread works mm. because you didn't need all that shit. But well, you didn't have it. Yeah, you didn't. So have you're it. basically saying yeah. Dread and the Raid are the same yeah, well, in that sense. They just take the simple bones of it. Yeah. And that's. I mean, that's why. What that's, I mean is, you didn't need Dread. Didn't have twenty five other guys you had to wipe out. No. In his corner. Whereas the raid did it, did it quickly and took the only yeah. approach at their at disposal. But what I'm saying is, as I said, minor quibble and that stuff didn't. I wasn't disappointed in it. Didn't cock it up. I really all. liked it. I just would have would have maybe liked a little bit, maybe a different way of wiping them out other than just. Well, you're spot on. All of them a just, big blue in in one of the rooms. Even just a couple of minutes, and like I said, five on five or something, just yeah. to show Eco in a bit of sort of close quarters because yeah. you you've seen him in the second one like. The, the the blue in the dunny, in the dunny <laughs> that is unbelievable yeah and I would have liked to see that with a little bit of him you know getting sort of shoulder to shoulder with his yeah. crew and yeah. their crew maybe just once but yeah as I said that's just a, that's just that a could have been a nice track. little capper that's probably the only thing they didn't do they didn't actually do in a in a from a choreography standpoint yeah they didn't get they didn't do that and it would have probably fit in quite nicely I think yeah I think they could have could have snuck it in there once just. Take one of the scenes where five blokes get shot out and replace it with a little... Just a little punch blue. Out. Yeah. The only yeah. disclaimer they tried to have for that was when they're talking at the start about how they've got a lot of rookies on the squad. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But they it was only supposed to, to be like two or three. Not up to it. Yeah, which is why they'd go and stand in front of windows. But yeah, we've covered all that <laughs> shit. Um, there's two pieces of editing that, that took me out of it. <laughs> one in particular where Jacker and the other guy are in the um, toilet block or the shower block mm. hiding. And old mate's walking along with a machete going, like that. Yeah. And he walks right up, and it's tense as all shit. Yeah. He's, he's right there. They cut away to a three-minute puncher, cut back, and he's still standing yeah. there. Yeah, that one was and a I'm bit thinking, weird. So what's he been doing the whole time? He's just going... 
I actually remembered that bit, and I thought... I think it's just an editing issue they've cocked up. It is. Because I remembered that bit, and then when they cut away, I'm like, oh, I'm sure something happened there. Why did they just leave that bit? I thought they must have changed it. Whereas what they should have done is got right up to the point of him coming over, and then, oh, oh, something's going on. And he turns around and runs off. That's what ends up happening, though. That's what ends up happening. They could have just done it in one go, yeah. Yeah, um, It's just an editing fuck-up. Someone's cocked up in the If it's anything like my bathroom, though... It's a three-minute minimum, minimum for the smell to clear. So oh, he's probably yeah. waiting for that. No, he's walking in going like this. He's still menacing and he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> someone, like, someone light a match. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Jack is just there going, <laughs> got him. That was, that was him. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another editing one with spoilers, the brother. They, he gets in the uh, elevator with those two dudes mm. and then he takes them out and then we cut away to a three-minute punch-up. Then he comes out of the elevator. I was gonna be riding the elevator up and down for a few minutes. Yeah. Oh look, mate. Fifteen floors in a uh, you know substandard so living. He's, actually, he's gonna crank that thing himself. He's, actually, he's killed the beast thinking, right, I'll get out at one. Oh shit, I pressed fifteen up. Yeah. Yeah. When he killed one of them, they fell against the, the wall and hit everything. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, like the little kid in the Yeah, it's just again, it's an editing mistake. Yeah. I've actually haven't edited it very well. Which is like you said, it, for the amount of money that they did and the care they seemingly took to squeeze every every drop out of that, it's a bit disappointing that a couple of little things like little that Little things in. like that, yeah. It's, that's your polish. Mm. But when you've got a million to work with, you, you're having trouble polishing yeah. because you're not getting all that um, at the end. Like when we talk about, as I said, when we're coming back to Mad Max, the reason why Mad Max Fury Road is so lauded over is there's a hundred million dollars worth of money on that screen, and yeah. every fucking dollar has been shoveled onto it. Well, fuck! It took fifteen years to polish that one. It took that long to get that movie together. Yeah, but you can tell that every dollar has been spent. Mm. These guys have spent their million, but it just it looks like it's more, you know. Yeah, no, they and did. I just they've think stretched you're probably going to well. get some editing issues in there because you're putting in most of your effort into. The, the punch-ups, which is fair enough. I think we've pretty much talked about most of my dislikes. Yeah, we covered mine already. You know, we talked about, um, you know, the, the guy coming, the, the, the twist coming a mile away that Jared sort of countered with, with his thoughts. And mm. my, The only other thing was I loved all the fights. I just felt there was probably a little bit of fatigue in the, the final blue. Um, I enjoyed it. I still thought it was great. Yeah. But the fatigue possibly... Every time you think it's done and then you think like, oh, God, can we just end the fight? No. It did come in a bit. It doesn't hurt it too much. Yeah. The only thing I said... Um, I, I get... Yeah, I get what you... It was a little bit long, that one, but as a... I was just caught up in it because I could watch the little black mad yeah. dog fight all day. Yeah. <laughs> see, they take the same approach in Raid 2, but there's the fight at the end of that goes on forever mm. um, in, in the kitchen. And... I've never... It's superhuman. I've never seen people take so much punishment. Well, this yeah. is no different. At the end, like, that little bloke should be fucking dead. But this dead. kind of feels... There's a cartoonish element to it or a video game element to it, but it doesn't... It doesn't make... It didn't make me feel like... You couldn't take that. Couldn't. It never goes too far. Yeah. Whereas in the sequel, I think that fight at the end does go too far. Yeah. yeah. The, the funny thing, too, is they throw in a few bits where blokes are... They just tackle each other into a wall or something. So you're thinking once it's once it is starting to get a little bit. Oh, this is he's kicked fourteen blokes here. And, you know, they'll just throw in a. Oh, he's just tackled someone into a wall and that bloke's fallen in a heap. And then it just brings that realism back to it. Like yeah, yeah 
And then there's one bloke that gets his head bloody slammed into a wall three times and that's it. On the way like, down yeah, the wall, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dunk, one, dunk, two, three, dunk. you're gone. And yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, so that would have happened. The, and they, yeah, the only thing that might have actually happened. Of that, I think. Yeah. Um, keep giving it some reality that... It's yeah, got okay. just enough, I think. And there's a fair bit of parrying and stuff. Like, it's not always punches fair on the melon. No, like, it's a lot of... a lot jo- of the time he's protecting himself. Dodging, And he's yeah. basically using his hands or whatever to... Parry the deflect, and, and it's realistic in the sense that you know there's a lot of him, like you said, they're blocking punches up top, and he kicks him in the knee. Yeah, that's that's he something you would do. If you're, yeah, that's something you would do if you were throw grab and or punch. Big fan. Yeah, yeah. and if you, yeah. it actually feels like this is the difference between something like this and a Segal or a Van Dam. Is it actually feels like he's fighting for his life? He's doing those dirty little sort of, yeah. you know, kicking in the balls or whatever yeah, he has no to do to survive. Here. Yeah. You know, there's, there's actually one other scene too where, uh, and I think it's it's Jacker when Jacker gets killed by Mad Dog, and when he and he's got him on the ground, and he's nearly and he's sort of rubbing his head like he's really trying to milk the moment because yeah. he. And that, yeah. That's just another really cool yeah, scene nice where he's just um, this guy's a fucking lunatic. Just, just a little touch, and again, I say that. The character development is not a strength here. No. But they do. Little bits like that are cool. They a couple of little things just to give you that understanding of this, especially with Mad Dog. Mm. You get that understanding, that little speech where he gives, he talks about the gun and the hands and mm. all that. That's just enough. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Mad Dog is handled well enough that you actually kind of like him. But yeah. The thing He's about got Mad Dog you is respect him. Yeah, yeah. So we don't need a lot. Yeah. We just needed that, that, and that was just enough. But the speech about how, you know, Shooting someone with a gun, it's like ordering take take takeout. That's a perfect sort of, analogy. Yeah. yeah, and then he sort of you know puts the gun down and holds his hands up and sort of you know balls him into a fist. And you're like, this dude, you kind of as Gibbo said, you sort of respect what he's doing, and you kind of like, oh, well, at least he sort of there's an honourable sort of element to him and whatever. Even though he's the bad guy, you kind of like the way he approaches it. Even at the end, he does the same thing when he lets the brother off the chain. He lets him off the chain so he can go two on one and you're yeah. like, yeah, he is yeah. a lunatic. I, I, just want to, I just want to rumble, guys. Yeah. Come on, fight me. <laughs> exactly. Any other dislikes, likes? No. I'll fight anyone that's got any more likes or yeah. dislikes on me. It's too, it's too good to have dislikes. Kick to the knee. <laughs> Kick to the knee, throat grab. Ball grab. Yeah. <laughs> grab. Um, yeah, look, that's the raid. Really, really solid action film. Definitely check that out. And look... The sequel... I still loved I it. Think we'll get, I think really liked it. it. I think there were... Not as of, good. Probably. There were some things in it that were, were really impressive. It's definitely bigger. They ran things Bigger up. scale, and there's a couple of moments that are... Chick with the two hammers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the train? There's a couple of things that are more impressive than stuff done in this, but as a whole, probably not as good. It's a bigger budget, but it doesn't have the same sort of heart, I wouldn't say. Agreed. That's because they ripped it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with their tongues. <laughs> If you want to get in contact with us, send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook, Thrill Me Podcast. Unless you're one of the uh, tickling, yeah, tickling, yeah. Uh, world, uh, world tickling Federation yeah. members. Let's not go into that. Uh, and uh, Potomatic at thrillme.potomatic.com. Next episode, we'll be covering the Stephen King adaption from the 90s, Misery. I was going to say which one. There was plenty. There was a few there. Great game. A Stephen King. (laughs) Maximum Overdrive. Pet Cemetery. (laughs) Hey, don't knock Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery, yeah. Quite good. Yeah. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.net.au